Welcome to Can You Hear This? I'm your host, Philip Herzl. And I'm Jason Haddox. Who is, uh, you know, I don't know, co-host? A host. Host? A host. Are we, are we equal? Are we uh, equal on this? I would hope so. All right. Well, all right. Uh, if you're listening in, you're probably wondering, what the hell am I listening to? Well, it's a show. It's a podcast called Can You Hear This? Uh, the premise of the show is that, um, let's jump back. It's 1977, September 5th. A bunch of nerds at NASA decided, hey, you know it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be something we need to prepare for? Aliens. Star Wars just came out. Aliens was, were on everybody's minds. We had just started going to the moon, sending people into space. And so they thought, uh, we should probably prepare for if we have any extraterrestrial contact. Um, so they had there was already two satellites that they were planning on sending out, uh, Voyager one and Voyager two. And they're gonna go past the edge of the solar system, they're going to deep space, and they're going to transmit data back to Earth. And so a couple people thought, why don't we include a golden record on these things? And on this golden record, there are images, there are text, there's some math, there's pictures of us, uh, there's pictures of us eating food. Us humans. Us not, humans. Not me and Phil, but... No, no, yeah, no, no, Jason and I. Yeah. It was just, uh, uh, neither of us were born yet, but they had taken pictures of... Uh, Please sketches of what we may eventually look like. Yeah. And they included them on this. And uh, there's also, it's a golden record, so there's music. And it's music of the world. Um, it's not, you know, it's, 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 it was just all encompassing kind of the idea was that it would get a collective idea of who we are and transmit that into space to anyone who may be listening in. Yeah, a friendly, how are you type of thing. I don't think it was the best idea because a lot of the stuff is written in English. Yeah. And like there's a the uh, accompanying the golden record are directions on how to use it which, written in English, <laughs> which if you didn't already know how to read English, you would not kind know of how have to trouble do with. There are pictures that kind of depict it, but still, I mean, I'm not the smartest person, so maybe someone much smarter would be able to figure it out. But I look at it and I'm kind of confused. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to do, it's, do this thing. It was it was it's printed on uranium, uh, if that's anything, because they've got to make it last. Yeah. And that's the idea. And it's not just for aliens. It was also for uh, any far future humans, oh. uh, any descendants of us I, who, you know, forgot, never, who forgot never, what culture was like. I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's all the same thing. I guess. It's someone who doesn't know us listening in. We got to give them an idea of yeah. it's a, a time capsule, if you will. Yeah, like space. one you would bury in your backyard with, you know. Uh, an action figure. You put an action figure. You put a comic book. You yeah. put uh, some coins. Um, yeah. A, a letter. A letter to, to your, your future, future self. self. Right. That's kind of what this was. Yeah. It was a letter to future selves or any aliens listening. So, 1977 was, to be fair, a while ago. Yeah. I don't we're, know exactly how many years. We're approaching 40. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the year is 2016. That's correct. Yeah, we'll that's take what that this abundantly year is. clear. This is right the beginning now. of 2016. I don't want to give a specific date because I don't know when anyone's going to be listening to this yet. But it's the year 2016. I can hope that people that, are listening to that. Us. We do know. All right. Uh, but a bit has happened since then. Uh, spoilers to to the past. There are a couple more Star Wars movies that are yet to come out. Yes, we're still waiting. There are. There's new music. There's new culture. There's new subcultures. There's goth. That wasn't a thing back then. No. Uh, so needless to say, things have changed. And we thought, oh, if these aliens are far-flung humans, listen to this. They're, they're not going to have an idea of what 
we're about now. They're going to get here and they're going to be disappointed. They're going to be like, hey. <laughs> they're going to be disappointed. They're going to come back and they're going to say, well, what about that song, Johnny Be Good, you put on the record? And every, right. most people are going to be like, like what, what are you talking about? We're, we're listening to Adele and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Well, you mean what, Kanye West? Oh, that Kanye fellow, he's pretty good. And they're not going to have an idea. Although, to be fair, Kanye might be an alien. Yeah, he may be. So, uh, sorry, I just said the mic there. Um, uh, just, uh, never apologize, Philip. Yeah. Rule number one of <laughs> podcasting, never apologize. So, I'm sorry that I... Uh, uh, oh, here yeah, we go. Just, just, just roll, roll on. on. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you, you... Yeah. We, <laughs> this, take it away. No, well, okay, well... Um, so basically what this is going to serve is as an updated golden record. Thank you. For future selves or ETs, extraterrestrials, yeah. who Just may... Like the movie, which may, had... Which one? What are you talking about? Which E.T. Movie? the extraterrestrial. E.T. Same movie. E.T. E. and the extraterrestrial. Oh, the extra, oh, that's the same <laughs> movie? Same movie. Okay. I, okay. See, Learn something I'm learning something. When did that movie come out? Because I don't know if that movie came out by the time that... Uh, quick research. Look it up. Um, I, yeah. E.T. came out in 1982. All right. So that movie hadn't come out yet. I don't Guys, know are you listening true. in? I don't know if that's true. I think it is. Oh, damn it. I clicked away before uh, I saw the actual date. Well, look it up yourselves because you can probably figure it out. Hey, it's probably after 1977. Yeah. Uh, no, it has to be because there's Star Wars memorabilia in it. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. We got it figured out. out. Okay. okay. So, uh, <laughs> you, everyone's, no one's listening now. No. Uh, but so, updated. We're updating it. This podcast is to update people on the culture of the world today. Uh, not just culture, but uh, things that are going on of people. Uh, on the show, we're going to have, mostly it's going to be Jason and I talking. Eventually, we'll have guests and we'll talk with our guests. They may be musical. They may be, uh, they may just, you know. Maybe they may be friends. Maybe be friends. They may be some total stranger who yeah. wanted to do this. Maybe somebody who has a product that they want to push on you and will let them. Maybe someone who is actually uh, intelligent on any sort of topic that we are not. Well, fingers uh, crossed. Which is everything. <laughs> uh, so anyone listening, if you know anything about anything, reach out. Anything. And we mean anything. anything. Uh, but yeah, each, each episode is going to have a theme. And that theme can vary from anything from social economic politics to pizza, Ooh. which I'm can't really excited about for that. the pizza one. Yeah. Socioeconomic one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe you're wondering, what's the theme for, for this episode? And I, I, I'm so glad you asked, because the episode is beginnings or firsts, which all in all are probably the same thing. Uh, it's, I know it's kind of more of an abstract ab- abstract. Uh, idea, but it's a. I think it's a good one to talk about on your first beginning yeah, episode. It's, it's a good place to start, at least. Some could say that the beginning is the best place to start. Somebody, I think somebody did say that. I think, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Again, not sure who. Yeah, so. But uh, I don't quote anyone on that, but I'm sure at some point throughout history, someone said that. Um, so we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about beginnings, but the whole episode isn't going to be talking about beginnings. That'd be crazy. That'd be, that'd just be insane. We'd lose things to talk about and we'd ramble. So, uh, we're going to break this into segments. Um, this is what you call an intro segment. This is considered a segment. Uh, the second segment, we're just going to talk about culture. We're going to talk about things that have been in the news recently, uh, which will probably give you an idea of when we recorded this podcast. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, there's going to be another break and then we're going to talk about the actual theme of the episode, which is beginnings and firsts. Uh, am I talking too fast? You're talking a little fast. Let's slow it down. All right. So the, the, we're going to talk about beginnings and firsts. 
I'm just very excited. Oh, me too. I can't wait to get into it. Uh, and so then after we talk about our theme, we'll have another little break and then uh, we'll close it up. We'll try to wrap it up. Maybe we'll try to break down a meaning of, you know, why the theme is so important to our culture and, and us as a, as a peoples. Um, but uh, I don't see why we can't just dive into it. What do you think? Any, any, any closing thoughts on the intro? Um, no. All right. No. Here we go. Beginnings. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Can You Hear This with me, Jason Haddox. And me, Phil Perzel. And right now, what we're going to do is go into a segment called News to Me. Hey, that's news to me. Yeah. And we're going to go over some news stories that are happening currently and uh, catch you up to date with the world, basically. Yeah. Catch up to what's going on. Jason, what is going on? <sighs> so much, Phil. So I mean, much to even. How can you even talk about all of it? I know. But you know what? I narrowed it down to. My first thing I want to talk about. The most important thing. So in, in, in the entire world, this is the number one thing that you want to talk about. The most prime thing that is on everybody's mind yes. around the globe of Earth. Breaking news. Well, it, yes. Break it in. Break it down. First thing I want to talk about is this. It has been said, it's been reported that Titanic 2 is to set sail in 2018. The sequel to the famous film Titanic? Exactly. Titanic 2. So you may remember Titanic from 1997. Something like that. Something like that. Late 90s. Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win an Oscar. Oh, I'm sorry, man. But Kate, Kate Winslet did, you know, show something. <laughs> she, she showed up. She showed up. Um, yeah, so in 2018, uh, actually, um, I'm wrong. Oh, skip to the end. It's not the sequel. It's not a film at all. As a, a matter what? of fact, this is an actual replica of the ship. Of the actual boat. Not of the boat that they made for the movie about the boat. As a, and as I'm learning right now, Titanic was a real ship. That was a true story. Did you realize that? Hey, you know what? I might have heard something that it... Uh, it I heard it... I feel like when the movie started, it might have said... Based on... Based on a slightly true story. Yeah. I well, feel like they took some artistic endeavors. Like, I want everybody out there to know. Leo and Kate Winslet were not on the actual Titanic. No, no. And that necklace, though, real. Yeah, real necklace. I like to believe it was. Real, uh, the real boats otherwise, other than that Titanic. Yeah. I heard they used real water. But everything else, a little fictional. Yeah. But so this, this is an actual boat. This is an actual liner um, that they're going to replicate. Uh, an Australian billionaire has announced that uh, he's going to make it. And I don't know if he's going to make it himself by hand or what, but it's going to be should. ready to set sail in two years. It's 2018. Yes. As we said, this is 2016. Undeniably. So, so that's exciting. What do you think about that? I have to wonder if you're building a giant boat and your intention is to set it off into the ocean and put people on it and you want people to pay money to go on this ship and you want them to have a good time and not feel weird why don't you just give it an entirely different name? Why do you have to call it after, after like humanity is one of our greatest and just obvious like tragedies and flaws. Yeah. It doesn't, it wouldn't make me feel very comfortable. Oh yeah. I'm going to be on the sure, Titanic. Not? Yeah. It's but, not like anyone's lining up to, 
I was trying to think of something cr- with crucifixion, but it's not like anyone was lining up to go up the first time around. No, uh, yeah. yeah. Other, uh, I mean, you don't. You're not. You're not seeing any any blimps that are called the Hindenburg Two. No, no, no one's trying attempting that. And but the, here's the another thing is I don't know why the Titanic. I mean, it was the largest ship to be built at, sure in 1912, mm-hmm. right? And now it's just like you know the size of Bill Gates' yacht. Right. It's not like a feat. Has it have have we beat that boat in terms of size? Oh yeah. I'm, oh, we did. We did. The, like a lot of the cruise liners now are even bigger than. See, I had no idea. We, I've seen some uh, visual the, uh, representation of both, and uh, wow, we've come is, a long way. That's the uh, that's the the power of the of the American myth, though, is that. After all this time, I assumed that we just decided not to we build boats up bigger. Said, We're just like, said, whoa, that was the biggest and it sank. Let's try to make them a little smaller next time. You yeah. know, smaller is better these days. Unless it's a ship. Unless it's a, a ship. ship then, because, hey, you know, the bigger it is, the more money you make. Yeah, I guess you get, get one extra, even one extra space. It's another extra dollar in your pocket. Yeah. So I don't know why that's even like a thing. Like what is it? It's not a feat to reconstruct this ship that's smaller than current ships ships, also it's like hey let's go on the ship that is built after the ship that sank and killed a bunch of people and still name it after that ship that sank and killed a bunch of people so that's interesting i mean i feel like a lot of oh first off i get it that the when the titanic sank a lot of people died because it never thought it would sink yes like they were just you know we were blind and that's part of what makes the story so uh, it resonates so much. They was even called the, it was unsinkable, the unsinkable ship. And what happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get cocky again. And this guy is from one thing. He's from Australia. Sorry, so he really doesn't have any stake. He wasn't, he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he know. wasn't like his relatives were not on the original boat. Or right. Anything like that. He's just, he thinks it's cool, but, but he's, a, he's a billionaire and he wants to build a new Titanic. Hey, so. props to him. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I was going to say is that I feel like every ship nowadays sinks anyways, that, like every time you hear about a cruise ship, it's sinking or it's flipping yeah. over or it's doing something. Well, that's the, that's the media for you. You never hear good news. That's true. Yeah. Well, you don't hear like Carnival Cruise Line successfully sailed to the Bahamas. <laughs> hey guys, we got another one. It's okay. <laughs> uh, passengers reported they had a pleasant time. Yeah. Because who wants to listen to that? Show me the good nitty gritty stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what I, I also read about this titanic too okay and here's the thing that i read is that it's not happening oh yeah that this is, is that just right? that this is just uh like he's just blowing hot air out his ass because he has talked about it before and oh boy. and he said that they were starting production and that was back in 2014 and as of yet no production has started uh, and i even read that the the quote that everyone's going around hearing that like that the really launch date whatever you call it the maiden voyage yeah. 2018 i heard that that was an actual older quote that just is now getting circulated wow so i so, don't know i think he's just he wants to remind everybody that he's out there yeah sometimes a billionaire has just got to get some airwaves yeah he hasn't done anything for a while he's like guys remember when i said titanic too i mean he doesn't want to sink into the depths of the unknown he's got to make sure his people are still talking about him I like yeah. he's got to get the buzz going again because maybe I mean I'm sure he still does want to make a Titanic too. yeah I just don't know if it's actually happening well here's the thing if that pull quote is old and if this is truly an old story that just goes to show what what the media is just there's a lot of stuff being rehashed I, I, out there. I see a lot of stuff being posted by people online that if you go to the actual article it's from like three years ago I saw oh, yeah. just the other day someone was posting like 
the last black rhino was killed. And I was like, oh, welcome to 2013. <laughs> yeah. It's, but this is, this was, uh, you know, from a reputable site. Yeah. Yeah. Posted yeah. three days ago. Right. Yeah. That's the, everybody's kind of jumping on it. Yeah. But, and it, I only read, it was only one site that was saying that this is all like just hot air. So maybe they're wrong. I'm just saying I heard another maybe. side. Well, let's, let's uh, chalk that up to a loss. A, a sunk ship. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Just split that baby in half. Yeah. What do you got for me in news, Phil? Hey, I've got something fun. Uh, are you uh, familiar with the, the, the little blip that scientists around the world heard? What is that? It's a gravitational wave. Uh, uh, last summer, no, fall, September. I don't know. September is a that's, weird that's month. A, that's a fall month. It's a fall month. Right? Sure. Okay. Uh, I just, all I know is that I sleep during it. So wake me up when it ends. But um, they, last uh, September, they heard on the, they have these lasers things that blah, 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 blah. Shoot, shoot lasers, lasers in space. I'm listening. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's try to restart this. Um, they heard for the first time a gravitational wave. Uh, a gravitational wave is, in layman's terms, um, think of the universe like a trampoline. Uh, and uh, it's all like that is our, our time space, if you will. Sure. Uh, that's our three dimension. And then uh, time, I think, goes up and down against the trampoline like for the as horizontal as the trampoline is time is vertical and so if something is pushing down on the trampoline it's kind of warping the fabric of space time a little bit Mm -hmm. a gravitational wave is the same thing as if you jumped on the trampoline and just sent you know a ripple throughout the trampoline does that make sense um, I'm not the best person to no, talk about this. No, I. Well, okay, maybe I can visualize. Let's it. start like with the a, question. Like what's, ripples what are your, in water. What are your questions? Okay, my first question would be: What's a gravitational wave? Okay, <laughs> uh, as things interact in space, um, uh, according to Einstein's theory of relativity, there are everything is made of mass. We are made of mass. Earth is made of mass. Mass is what inhabits space time. Gravity is a sort of bending of space-time around that mass. So if something has a lot of mass, it's bending a lot of space-time around it. Okay, I'm following. And sometimes if something's moving fast enough, it basically shakes that space around it, and that's what a gravitational wave is. Black holes are the the number one big things to this. Okay. Um, uh, So what they found recently was that two black holes... uh, like a couple billion light years away, which means this happened way, way, way in the past. Yeah. Hit each other. And this sent out a gravitational wave. And they finally just picked up the sound of that, which on their not radars, but let's say radars for mm. the sake of being simple on the radars. It just sounded like a boop. And they and said like two black holes hitting each other <laughs> millions of years, 200 or billions of years away. Just boop, boop. And then scientists were like, Oh shit. I, I did I did see uh, articles about this and they're very excited about it. They are very excited, and in turn, I'm very excited about it. I wanted to be very excited about it. I was like, "This is really cool. This has got to change something." Like everyone's saying, it's proving Einstein's theory of relativity. Right. It's they just the mere the mere like sentence that uh, time space around us just warped. That there was like a yeah. of the fabric of our existence warped. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, that's it. Sounds very exciting. Like, and then uh, I keep reading on it, and it's just like, all right, nothing 
crazy. <laughs> Nothing yet. Here's like basically why they're so excited is because as of yet, we look at things through light. Like we, you know, are the, we're, it's thought of that like the speed of light is the fastest thing. Um, if you go faster than the speed of light, you're basically going faster than time yep. because it takes light eight minutes to go from earth to our planet. And so that's, you know, that's, that's how we measure looking out. You know, we look at stars far away and really we're looking at them like billions we of years. We measure in the past. light years. We measure t- time yeah. by light, mm-hmm. the speed of light. And so, but the problem is, is that there's certain things out there such as just gravity, uh, black holes, they don't emit light. So how do you look at them? So really the, the coolest thing about this is this was the first time in history that we have, uh, like not physically, but bore witness to black holes. Like obviously we knew they existed, but now we're like, yeah, they definitely exist. Now we know for sure. We heard them. Yeah. And so that's the coolest thing basically. But other than that, it's just, it gives us a better access into being able to view things in the universe that would otherwise not be so like if you're looking with light eventually it gets foggy you can only look so far before it gets foggy but with gravitate like gravity and gravitational waves you can look way way you know as far as you want it's a more clear image of the universe around us yeah and one scientist said that it could eventually you know give us like a a closer insight into the smoking gun of the big bang and you know the Mm. whole the whole beginning of it all yeah so i mean that's all well, wow, okay. Well, for those of you ETs listening, you may already know this. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, you're woo. like, wow, they are way to catch up, way far behind. And for the rest of you who are on Earth listening, I am sorry. <laughs> that yeah, hopefully you kind of understood we'll that. Cut like it out. I did. Don't worry, or, we'll cut it out. <laughs> yeah. So so that's uh, giving insight into how dumb we are as a species. Yeah, and how dumb I am as as a person. Me and you, uh, yeah. And as I was really confident. Going into this, that I would I would be able to I would be able to convey it, and I should have just read the articles that I had looked up just word for word. Well, but hey, you we know, appreciate the effort. What are you gonna do? Well, this is uh, related. Um, in in, in other news, yeah. Um, to what? To gravitational waves or? Oh uh, well, waves. We talked about the ripple effect. Talk we talked about, about waves. Talk about waves. Talk about water. Talking about some water. Talk about some frozen water. Some, you know, life sustaining. Yeah. Some sweet, sweet agua. Sweet, sweet H2O. Um, well, it's been reported that 150,000 penguins unfortunately perished. <laughs> after, the Titanic. After, <laughs> after the Titanic sank. The um, Titanic 2 crashed. It's their and- version of the Titanic. Uh, the 150,000 penguins. Penguins. Died. Penguins. After a giant iceberg trapped it, their colony. Oh shit! And then they all died. It trapped their co- how? Uh, it just it, blocked them in. Yeah, it. I guess. Uh, yeah, it just blocked them in, and they couldn't, you know, go anywhere, and they all just sort of died. Oh. Um. And uh, it was. It blocked them for. It started blocking them six years ago. So this took six years to happen. <laughs> um. So it was a very <laughs> slow <laughs> death. Slow. <laughs> like some would say that. Maybe they should have worked a little harder at not dying because of this. Well, they didn't know what to do. Um, apparently, it was the size of Rhode Island, and it cut off the... And these penguins are called the Adele penguins. Hello. How cute. How hello. cute is that? They're just on the um, other side going, hello. Yeah. So super, super adorable names, super adorable penguins. Um, but it cut off their food supply, and uh, then they all died. 
Um, it changed the landscape of their home and, um, you know, they just couldn't get their food anymore. You know what? I don't want to be the cruel one here, but natural selection. <laughs> I can't get off the six year thing. What are they going to, what are they, what do you want them to do? I want them to do something else. I don't want them to just give up and die. Well, like if they're just going to, if they're going to spend six years just letting themselves be killed, they're landlocked. They can't fly. They could have done, they could have walked. They can walk. Uh, The, across the size of Rhode Island. Yeah. They walk across Antarctica every like year, don't they? I, yeah, asking the wrong I think guy. That's true. Penguin expert Jason, right? <laughs> of course tell they me, do, Philip. That's what of they course do. they do, Philip. Um, but they march. That's what penguins do. They march. Well, there is some there is some silver lining to this to this story. Okay. You know, how I said one hundred fifty thousand of them died. Yeah. Ten thousand of them are still alive and well. Well, I don't know if they're well, but they're alive. They're alive. They're sad. They're sad that they're relatives. Compared to the other 150, were they with? Were we? Were they with the same group, or they were somewhere else? That's the same colony, apparently. So they. So they. How they survived? I don't know. Well, they. Sorry, I'm not. That's not me being mad at you for not knowing how I, they survived. Well, I'm, I'm just, I wasn't there. <laughs> ask them. I want you to do your research on these penguins. I want you to go out there and ask the people. Ask the penguin people. How those 10,000 survived? See, why didn't those 10,000 pass on the secrets of the trade to the other 150,000? So here's some... Here's Were some, they carrying some deep beef with those other penguins? Well, I think it's just, you know... I mean, when a penguin's got a grudge, just, a penguin's you know, got a grudge. Well, everyone knows, everyone knows that. Um, well, here's some... Here's some. The article says, The outlook remains dire for these adult penguins. Uh, unless the colossal iceberg is broken up by sea ice, scientists predict the colony will disappear in 20 years. So here's what I don't understand about this. Six years ago, iceberg straight ahead. <coughs> 150,000 dropped dead in those six years. The remaining 10,000? Drop dead. Quote unquote. It was instant. Quote unquote, it was instant. <laughs> they were crushed by the iceberg. They were, it was, no, it was instant over six years. Yeah, yeah. The iceberg <laughs> hit and then they slowly, over the course of six years, instantly dropped dead. Exactly. So. But the this, the remaining ten thousand are going to die off in twenty years? years. About Here. about five hundred about five, I'm sorry fifty five hundred pairs are still breeding in the area. But there's been a significant significant there's been a significant sort of significant de- decline in their population. You know since they this just speaks to uh, how objective scientists are that um, they're like yeah if the only way that these penguins can be saved. The only way that these penguins can be saved, these yeah. 10,000 penguins, is if sea ice breaks up the glacier. Yeah. There's no other way. It's the only option for them. Guys, that's it. You just better hope for the best. Everybody sit back and pray for these penguins because their only chance of hope is some sea ice, which, might I add, is the very same thing, basically, that almost killed them in the first place. How ironic. Alanis Morris said would have a have a have a runaway daydream with that. And is it ironic? It's not. Oh. Uh, we're done with penguin talk. If you yeah if yeah that's well you know there's penguins. a little more to this story. Oh, okay, sorry, I don't want to cut off. Is it is it? Are we getting really into the nitty gritty of this stuff now? This just in: 
about five miles from the Commonwealth Bay, another colony is thriving. So that's good, good <laughs> so news guys, for them. If guys, they would just look to their right. Up the road yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, hey, damn. How those guys do it. And the, the other colony who's thriving is just laughing all the way to the yeah. Penguin Bank. Yeah. Anyway. Penguins wear tuxedos, am I right? Like, that's their thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know who else wears tuxedos? James Bond. James Bond. You know who else wears tuxedos? No. Kanye West. Oh. But maybe not for much longer, because he is in debt. I heard about this. He's going to be going just to sweatpants, which probably he's fine with. Well, Philip, I don't know if you've seen him recently, but that's basically all he wears now. Sweatpants. It's yeah. his, it's Dude his, loves it's his line. His clothing line is basically just sweatpants. trash bags and sweatpants. <laughs> he wears that's trash it. bags yeah. and sweatpants. Pretty much. Kanye's newest, uh, he's putting it out on the market. Trash bags are back in. He's, I mean, you know, it helps you sweat off the weight. You know, you look good when you wear trash bags. Yeah. Trash bags. Trash bags. It's, uh, that's the official, you know, name he's giving them. They're not trash bags. They're trash bags. Uh, trash bags. Hey, come on, where are you? Trash bags. But uh, he's in debt. Uh, you know, whatever. Oh, he's in debt. How, how much Everyone's in debt could in he debt. be? 53 million? Oh. I mean, granted, that's like Nick Cage level debt. That's that is, but at the same time, I don't know. I it's I don't know how. What did he do? I, I have a feeling it has to do with the trash bags and and probably spent sweatpants. a lot of money His on clothing trash bags. line. Was uh, turns out that expensive. not many people want to wear trash bags, and so he burned up a lot of money. But this isn't the only Kanye thing that he's been doing. Oh no, he's he, always busy. He's always busy. This guy's. I mean, he's a he's a modern day prophet. Oh, yeah, and, and he's he's speaking the word of the people, and uh, he was on SNL very recently, uh, and it was a, it was a good episode of SNL. It was uh, it was pretty well received. I did not watch it. He raps with Kyle Mooney, who's a cast oh. member. They have a rap off. Love Kyle Mooney. Yeah, Kyle Mooney's good, and uh, seeing him try to freestyle rap off with Kanye is is pretty good. Uh, I gotta check that. You out. Just don't look it up yet. But uh, okay. I mean, wait till wait till later. But uh, I don't want to lose you for the next six minutes. <laughs> um, but he also, uh, like, almost simultaneously, is going on SNL. He released his new album, Life of Pablo, which was formerly known as Waves, which we talked about. Oh yeah, and was formerly known. Oh shit, I don't even think about the fact that he might. I think he named it Waves the same week the Gravitational Waves Whoa. came out. I might be wrong there. I forget. So he had a couple different names before Life of Pablo. There was uh, Swish and there was Waves. It's like, okay, I see I like connection. Swish. I see connection between Swish and Waves. And then there's there's Life of Pablo. Yeah, that took a that took a left turn. Uh, on the album, uh, he has a song that's called Waves. And I presume that would have been the single. Maybe it is the single. I don't know. Um, there's, no, there's nothing about Swish on the album uh, in terms of things that immediately jump out. There's definitely no real reference to Pablo, and you've listened to the album. I've you've listened heard to the album. it. Yeah. yeah, I listened to it. It's okay. Um, my, are you are you a fan of Kanye? To I begin do with? like Kanye, uh, yeah. uh, uh, and I have a lot of hard time reconciling that with even myself. Um, yeah. I listened to Graduation was his first album of that I listened to back mm-hmm. in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I had a friend who really liked it, and he got me onto it, and it was really the, like the first rap I got into. Uh, prior, I listened to Gorillas and Gorillas. You know, they're not a rap outfit, but there's they, rap elements. They yeah, got rap pop. elements in there. Uh, but Kanye was kind of the first rapper that I started getting into. Um, I really like Graduation. I was not a, as big a fan of of Heartbreaks. Um, I really liked My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, and I and I he released a video that went along with that. It was like a thirty minute video, and um, I thought that was awesome because mm-hmm. it was like a sh- 
short-ish film. I don't yeah. know, 30 minutes is not really that short, but it's a... Still by counts. By, counts. Le- by legal film yeah. standards, that's still a short film. Anyways, uh, and then... Um, and I really liked that one. And then there was Watch the Throne, which Jay-Z, I don't know if great, you can call that... Great, great. Yeah. And it was good, but I, I, I have a hard... like Because it's like a collaboration album, Like I have a hard time just thinking of it as like a Kanye album. Yeah, I would... I, I guess you could either consider it just a collaboration or you can like i don't yeah like i yeah. i have a hard time just classifying it as like a solo like solo kanye fair enough um and then i really liked yeezus uh i uh it, life of pablo just doesn't jump out yeah i mean it's not bad but it doesn't drop jump out I, it, I, it does it does start off with um uh chance the rapper is is basically is i don't the first song i don't think kanye really does like he doesn't rap on it it's oh. chance the rappers in the entire first one and i love chance yeah so oh, yeah. Uh, so i was that was that was good so that was a good start and maybe I, that set the bar too high for me i i heard one of one of kanye's new songs and i don't know which i don't know what it's called um it was one that's been playing on the radio probably um, waves i would imagine i would imagine that's probably it too but uh it, d- it didn't strike me as very kanye-esque it just seemed sort of um too that's akin a, to any other. I would say that's a good way to like the whole album's kind of that way. It's, so, it's just uh, sort of. Was there anything else with Kanye going on? Oh, he said something about Bill Cosby. Yeah, he said yeah, yeah, yeah. He tweeted oh, about Bill Cosby. There's another. Uh, there's another song. Um, Kanye is, as I was saying, he's. I have a hard time reconciling my like for him because I really like his work. Mm-hmm. I really do not like Kanye. Yeah, uh, and. Obviously, he knows that because everybody kind of feels that way about him. And uh, he has a he has a song on his album called uh, "Let Me Look." I love Kanye, Duh. and wow. it's the the whole song, which is forty four seconds. Uh, there's it's nothing but him like just eh, rapping, yeah. but with no beat or anything. It's just like acapella, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's just talking about the old Kanye and how everybody loved the old Kanye, but now he's the new Kanye and everybody hates the new Kanye, but there never was an old Kanye. There never is a new Kanye. He loves Kanye. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's definitely the most Kanye. Yeah. But, uh, um, I think we should wrap up the segment with one quick story that I want you to bring in. Um, another hero, another King, you could say, uh, uh yes. a, a new King or not a new King, an old King trying something new. Yes. Uh, well, Burger King has made an announcement that's going to affect all of you. Very soon. They're introducing a new item on their menu. Ooh, is it another burger? Could it be a delicious, um, delicious burger? No, but one executive is calling it the biggest launch since the 1970s. Oh, shh. Sh- you mean from 1977 Voyager? Uh, yeah, around the same time, <laughs> Burger King launched its chicken sandwich in the 1970s, and that was huge. And now, really? 2016, they're, not, they're launching something even bigger. What is it? Hot dogs, baby. Hot Hot dogs. dogs. That's what the world needs. More fast food hot dogs. Like Burger King took a look at its menu and said, not shitty enough. Something's missing. (laughs) We had to put something else. Whopper, just greasy slab of meat on a soaked bun with some sauce that we don't tell anybody what it is. Too much sauce. Too much sauce. What else we got? What else we got on the menu? Oh, we got a chicken sandwich. That's boring. Everybody's got a chicken sandwich these days. What isn't McDonald's doing? Like McDonald's did That's breakfast. What we I'm can't sure. we can't jump on breakfast because McDonald's just pulled that out from under everybody's feet. I'm sure that's exactly what they thought was what's McDonald's not doing? Chipotle's doing E. coli. We can't do that. Yeah. We can't do the sickness game. Although 
Yeah, I mean, you probably, I mean, yeah, Burger you, King, you, you, you can make you an argument guys, that they've been in they the might sickness be game. <laughs> and definitely they might be actually jumping for it with hot dogs. Yeah. But they were like, oh, what hasn't everyone been doing? What food does people, do people love to just grab from a stranger at a fast food joint? Hot dogs. It's the hot dog. The, 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 just the shitty cousin of processed meats. Yep. So that's uh, looking forward to that on uh, February 23rd when the grilled dog will be available from Burger King. <laughs> I'm glad they're at least grilling it. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they're not just putting it in a microwave and heating it up for a minute and then yeah. putting it in a bun. I, 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 I want to I go on record and say that I like a good hot dog from a nice establishment. Oh, yeah. We, I like local hot dogs. I like going to a place that's known for making hot dogs. Happy Dog in Cleveland, Happy a dog prime example. I've never been there. But oh, you uh, go. I, I, I was just at just at uh, work this week. People were talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, I, I, I want to go there." Yeah, but I think that the hot dog is the American taco. Um, <laughs> I've never, never heard it put that way, but that's yeah, uh, absolutely I, b- right. Both foods, uh, it's it's more of a uh, the way that it's served as opposed to what's on it. Um, a taco, you can put anything in a taco. You can put shrimp, you can put fish, you can put uh, you know carnitas, you can put tofu, you can put the classic beef. Um, you can chicken. Same thing with a hot dog. You put all of that inside <laughs> the hot dog. Uh, and so it's not so much about, like, you know, you've got your base element, but it's about what you put on top. You can put relish on a hot dog, ketchup, mustard, blah, blah, blah. But you can put so much more. Um, you can put salsa. You can put just anything you want. Yeah, it's, Happy Dog has a, has a, it's a build-your-own type thing, and yeah. they have a, a c- countless toppings that you can throw on a dog. And so the, the possibilities are endless, but... That, so that's what I enjoy about hot dogs. <laughs> when we're talking hot dogs, yeah. I enjoy its versatility. What I do not enjoy is just the base taste of a awful hot dog that I got from a teenager with acne who is working behind the counter and is just doesn't give a shit about anything that's going around him currently. Yeah. Uh, Burger King uh, has consistently screwed up my order <laughs> for the past five years um so i'm i'm nervous to order i would go so far as to say that it's been maybe five years since i've been to burger king you're a better man than i well i mean i think that's that's i think we've known that for a while (laughs) but uh as i i think that's i think that's enough news for the day i think that wraps up kind of what's been going on in the world yes Uh, uh to anyone who's you know past earth listening in that's what we're dealing with right now I hope I hope this is a pretty picture <laughs> that we just painted. Uh, if not, well, hey, let's. Was, uh, was there a positive story in the bunch besides the gravitational waves? But wait, they already really, knew that. Was that was that, that was that positive? Uh, no, there wasn't. Um, I think. I mean, it's not like Burger King hot dogs are. I know. Uh, 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 an objectively negative. I think I immediately put them in that category. <laughs> I though. think you were right to. So uh, let's just let's. Let's end on a happy note um, and say that despite all these things happening in the world, there are still babies being born. People are still falling in love and there's still a hope for the future. Uh, and so we're going to take a little break again. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the theme of the episode, which is firsts and beginnings. Um, and uh, we'll, it'll probably be pretty anecdotal, but we'll see. Let's, uh, let's learn some more about everybody. Uh, talk to you soon.
welcome back to another segment of Can You Hear This? I am, of course, your, you know, I've got to stop saying you know. You do say that a lot. I do say it a lot. People don't know. No. That's <laughs> this why we're telling the, them. This is the first one we're doing. How would they know? You don't know. Let me tell you. I, all I want to say is welcome back. Took you long enough. Uh, now we're going to break down into the into the, a very, the, the subject of the episode. The main point of why you're listening in. You've been waiting this whole time. When are they going to talk about it? First. Or beginnings. I don't know. We couldn't really decide on what to label it as. We'll just do both. As far as I'm concerned, they're the same thing. Oh, because are they? Because the beginning of something is always the first time. <laughs> Ooh, that's not right at all. The, the first time... <laughs> See, they're not the same. Flip that around. The first time you do something is always the beginning of something new. That's, That's the true. better way to phrase it. Yeah. You can, peep, there are definitely beginnings of some things that have been done before. Yes. But. Like this podcast. Like this podcast. But uh, first, beginnings. To say the least, since 1977, there's been some new things that did not exist. Some firsts. Some, the beginnings of some new things. Times have changed. Times have changed. One massive one was the beginning of the internet. Yeah. Without that, we wouldn't have podcasts, and you guys wouldn't be listening to us. Not that if you are to us you, in the first place. But uh, to those who are, thank you, mom and dad, I love you. But um, the internet—it changed the world. It changed how, basically, like it's weird to say, but it changed how people are. Like we're not; no one's the same as anyone was sixty years ago. People are constantly looking at screens now. We're documenting every moment of our lives constantly. Every conversation that we're having, there's always a mic in front of you. Exactly. I mean, then what's, it's what's bizarre. up with that? What's up with that? I mean, what's the, the, the vanity of the people these days? I know. But as you know. Or may not know. Or may not know. I don't know. What do you know? Please, callers, call us in and tell us what you know. The lines are... We are waiting for them. They are They're clear. lighting up. They are just... We're going to ignore them. There are so many. But... Uh, that's another thing I say a lot is but. That's... Oh. But. I just like butts. You like butts? I'm a butt you, can guy. you... But... I mean, tell the truth. Can you lie about it? I like big butts. But I still can lie. Yeah. Not about that, but I still can lie. Okay. <laughs> this is going smoothly. <laughs> because This is a more relaxed form. But yeah, this is the relaxed. Let's yeah. sit back. Why don't you throw your feet up, people? Sit back and throw your feet up. Here's but the, the thing is is that this is probably not going the smoothest because this is we're starting this is the beginning of something new. As we've said so many times, this is the first episode. And beginnings are tough. Firsts are tough. Firsts are usually thought of as monumental, although most of the time they don't go by. Some do go by monumentally. Yeah. When Obama, President Barack Obama, was elected as the first black president of the United States in 2008, it was huge. That's a big deal. Do you, do you remember that night? I do. Actually, I, do yeah. I do remember that night. I was, I was in my dorm room because I was a freshman in college. Mm -hmm. and uh, I was a sophomore, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, did you vote for him? Um, I, unfortunately, I mean, you don't have to say it if you don't want. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I did not vote. Oh, oh, you just didn't. I vote. was not. But um, did he? Have, did you have? Did he? Did he have your support? He did have my my support. I voted for him, and uh, I not only voted for him, but when I was in high school, when he was 
you know, when he was campaigning, mm-hmm. I campaigned for him. I went door to door. You did. And, like, tried to talk to people in a highly conservative Catholic neighborhood, like, town that yeah. I grew up in. And I just, I, I, I you know, I, I pushed, the, pushed the papers for him. Wow. And, uh, and so when he was elected, it was huge. Um, and I remember I had a close friend, my neighbor from my hometown, like she called me up and she was like in tears, like so happy that like, you know, it happened. And there were people outside in the streets, like there were fireworks going off and it was just like an impromptu like party. Basically. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a huge deal for, for many reasons. Yeah. And like, so that's a, a huge monumental first. Yeah. I, I can't, you know, I can't say much about that subject other than that, that that's definitely one that you remember. Um, you, there's plenty of other times that you remember, uh, uh, but that's neither here nor there. I was about to get depressing and talk about a specific <laughs> event that oh. everybody remembers where they were at because never forget, but let's not bring it down. The news segment was, yeah, that was, was downer. A, that was already a bummer. Let's, let's uh, lift the, let's, let's lift the, it up. Let's, let's lift it up. A little more brevity. Uh, levity, levity and brevity, <laughs> levity and brevity, levity and brevity. And we're and, not doing very good with either. <laughs> that's the title of our, 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 our new, uh, yeah, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> start over. Where's the start over button? This is the first one. Give us a break. Yeah. Um, but not every first thing is globally or nationally or nationally. I, I wasn't going to say anything. But yeah, here we are. There, not every first time is going to be massive for everybody. Sometimes it's just important to you. Um, there are obviously plenty of firsts in, you know, your personal life. Um, there's the first time you're born. Very first time you're born. The very first time you're born. Uh, hopefully it's the last time you're born. Unless, of course, you believe in reincarnation or you're born again. But right. there's being born. And then I'd say, what's next? First word? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, you. Start talking before you start walking, right? Yeah. I you mean, talk you got to talk, talk the, then you walk the walk. Because, and that's how it came to be is people like, you know, there's babies. They start talking. People are like, hey, listen, you talk the talk, yeah. but can you walk the walk? And the baby's like, oh shit, I better learn how to the walk. The baby's like, I just learned to say, dad, uh, I don't know what and you're now saying you're to calling me. Calling me out on stuff. <laughs> ah, Give me some time. Let me. So then you talk and then you walk. Yeah. It's an easy rhyme to remember. After that, there's first day of school. Do you remember your first day of school? I do remember my first day of school. Um, and I was dressed in... Uh, this outfit was dope, dude. Do you remember Everett, the brand Everett? No. It was for boxers. Oh, like professional sports yeah, boxers? Yeah, yeah. Not for underwear boxers? Not for underwear. No, no, it wasn't It wasn't uh, Joe my, Boxer. My fresh pair of <laughs> Everett boxers. Um, feeling, feeling good. I was wearing an Everett shirt and uh, I thought I looked so dope. Yeah, and did you actually? Yeah, I got pictures to prove it. I don't not with me, but anyway, but yeah, I do Keep remember it in my wallet every day. <laughs> I do. I just show people. Just tell them it's your child. It's me on my first day of school, and they said, "Get away from me, you weirdo, wide Weird guy." Um, but I do remember first day of school. It was kind of a big deal. I was very nervous it, because it was the first. It was the first thing you thing. didn't know what you're getting into. It was like, what is school gonna do for me? Not what it's. <laughs> ask not. Here's the question. <laughs> Here's the question of the century. <laughs> what is school going to do for me? <laughs> Apparently it didn't do much. Uh, no, I, I mean, was, technically that is the question that everybody should be asking. What is school going to do? Actually, yeah. That's like, a good I point. Hope, you know, I hope we aren't asking children, what are you going to do for the school? Although children, do stuff for your school. Yeah. 
Get don't invo- just show up get and involved. expect to get things. Start a club. Get involved. There's Play plenty of recreational sports. The most important important part of any culture is there are recreational sports. There's other programs, arts, eh. but yeah, don't waste your time with that. Definitely get into sports. Ask not definitely what, ask sports. not what your school can do for you, but what sports you can do for your school. That's yeah. That if was that's, JFK, a, right? if that's a motto I ever you know ever would want on a T-shirt. That'd be it. Um, yeah, so so that was the that was the first day of school. You go there, and then you learn that it's really not a big deal. First day is kind of nerve wracking, but then you go, oh, I can do this. But here's the thing: when you're there, you don't know anyone. First day of school, there's no. all these faces of strangers. Yeah, and so you got to do the next first that I think comes pretty logically is make your first friend. Yeah, which I, can be hard for some people. It can be very hard. I mean, it's it's still hard for me to make just. I mean, not having first friends and making like. Yeah. Oh, you, if you tallied how many friends you had, that'd be sad. <laughs> That's a rhyme. <laughs> That's another rhyme. It's easy to remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think when you're early on, it's hard to make friends. You're just learning how to do it. No, maybe not. Maybe I take that back. Maybe early on, it is. It's easy to make it's friends. It's easier to because you don't have social standards holding you back. Yeah, and you're, just you're like, not worried about making a bad impression. Yeah. And plus, everybody's trying to make a friend, mm-hmm. so they're much more willing than now, where people already have friends and they have expectations of what friends are like. Yeah. Because you learn over time that the friends you have are vastly different from friends that other people have. If you want to, if you want to blow your mind, uh, invite yourself to a stranger's night out, <laughs> and spend if you time blow their mind also, <laughs> and spend time with people you don't know at all, uh, yeah. and try to relate to them. You'll find just how unique every every group of friends are. And that's like what it, that's what it's like making a new friend is uh, putting yourself into another person's life yeah. and just sort of trying to figure out, are we the same in some ways? Would you say that people hunt out people who are similar or do you think that when you're making your first friends, you then just start crafting an identity with them? That's a, oh, that's a, that's a good question. I think, uh, I think your identity starts to be crafted by the people you first I encounter. Think, yeah. I think that's part of, of beginning and like early relationships in general is that you, that crafts an identity for you and then that identity becomes your standard and that's then what you base every friendship relationship on after yeah, that. Yeah, and I and, but I think and as a parent not that I'm a parent. Hey, as a parent. Not that I'm I mean I, you do keep a photo of yourself in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I I am not a parent, but but as one, I would assume, you know, you you your kid goes off into the world. You go goes and meets new friends, but you're worried about that bad influence because you know mm-hmm. that at this age you're going to your child's going to be crafted out of they're gonna what who they are yeah. is gonna just be it's gonna be affected by these people yeah. and if 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 your kid's hanging out with a hoodlum good chance your kid might turn into one. hey kids don't let there's hey hey kids hey kids listening kids listening in don't hang with hoodlums i know they seem cool and that's because they are most of them are yeah they're pretty freaking cool the kids who hang out on the streets and throw rocks the kids who get the the trucks driving by to honk their horns the kids who paint pictures of of dirty women on the bathroom stalls i know that they definitely are the coolest ones at the school but they're the ones who are also going to get you in trouble you don't want anything on your juvie record your no. juvie record means a lot it does it affects it follows you it follows you it follows you everywhere like a ghost yeah you'll never get rid of it good yeah. luck getting a job oh yeah good luck bubsy yeah I'm trying to <laughs> bubsy <laughs> bubsy <laughs> sorry a little bit of a tangent, but 
end that it had no payoff whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, that just... But uh, it literally just came to an end. So let's jump back. You make a friend. Um, and then you and your friend start hanging out. What's the next What's the next thing you do? What's the... You grow up a little bit. You have your first kiss. Yeah. You have your first girlfriend, boyfriend. Uh, labels. You know, we don't need to go to labels. But your first significant person. Yeah. Um, what comes after that? You go, you get graduate and you probably, Ooh, first job. What was your Ooh. first job? My first job. Excuse you worked the, at Burger King. You made the, the, you made the, the, the chicken sandwiches. <laughs> um, I, I never worked fast food. Um, that was the one thing that I never wanted to do. I just mm-hmm. didn't want to handle food. It just was like too much pressure or I, I, just, I yeah. just didn't want to, I didn't want to do it. Um, but my first job was at a water park as a lifeguard. That's uh that's a classical like that's a that is a nostalgic kid job. It really have. it really was. Um it was it was Let me ask you, is it it's like Baywatch you just spend the whole summer chasing babes and uh, having oh, a good time. Yeah, and, yeah, of course. I've never watched Bay, Baywatch and I know that's but about it's just, a beach and not about It's a, about chasing babes and yeah, having a good time. It's about chasing babes and having a good time. Yeah. That's why it's called Babe Watch. Babe Watch. I I want to yeah. I want to pitch an updated version of Baywatch. Um, but spelled Bay B A E. Oh my God! And it's just for the millennials. Baywatch. Get a hold of the Rock because he's in the new one. Oh, is they're, he? They're doing a new one. He's playing. He's, is he playing the Babes and Babe Babe Watch? Yeah, he's playing the Babe. Because Babe Babe Watch. Babe Watch. Um. Anyway, yeah, it was a uh, water park, a theme park. Well, not really a theme park, but water park. Water and park. I was a deep. Really, end. a water park is just a theme park, and the theme is water. The theme is water, and I was a deep end guard. Um. Despite not, um, not knowing having good, how to swim. No, well, I did know how to swim. Um, I just didn't. I couldn't tread water. Didn't have the ability to tread water. One of the tests we had in our training was to hold a ten-pound brick, and, and you have to tread you for had like to tread ten minutes. For not that long, but uh, it was something like a couple minutes to five minutes, something mm-hmm. like that. And I lasted about thirty seconds and sank and sank to the bottom. And they called you a, a brick hands haddocks. Yep. Um, but I got the job anyway. Hey, parents out there listening in, <laughs> let it be known that the people who are in charge of keeping your children alive at oh, water parks don't trust them. Might not know how to swim. Yeah, don't don't put your full trust into them. Always keep an eye on your kids at water parks. Uh, I had to save a six year old girl from drowning right behind her parents. Like they just weren't looking. They just were not looking at Did her. Did they look after she was saved? They yeah okay so I saw her. She was she was like in the five foot deep section where there is the divider between the, the shallow and the deep end. Right. And she was swimming and then she started bobbing and then she went underwater. So I blew my whistle and I ran out there and I took, it took me, I'd run, I had to climb down the, from the chair, run through the water all the way to the five foot mark, grab her and pull her up. And then she just like hung on to me. As one like does. she was, she dying. was, she was like drowning. She was dying. Exactly. Ooh. And, uh, and I grabbed a hold of her and I, as I'm running over, I just see her parents, turn and look at me and watch me all the way over to their kid, watch me pick her up and then carry her back to the land. And then they were like, Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. They're just like, like the, they're just like, they're looking they're like, Oh, our daughter's drowning. Yeah. He's got it. It, it was, it's it was okay. unreal. It was an unreal. Uh, was experience. she the first person you saved? Um, I know this is a very, very, very specific first, but, First life you say first. Um, she was the first life that I knew would have 
been lost if I didn't save her. So yeah, so yeah, I would classify that as the first life. Yeah, save. I mean, because I'd I'd had to jump in for other people when they were having trouble swimming back. Um, one of them was a much larger gentleman than I was, and I had and then and you had flat. He you was had like nightmare flashbacks was like, to holding that brick in the water. He was exactly because he was kind of swimming and he was making it, but he was like, oh, "Can I get some help?" And I jumped in and I grabbed him, and then he just went completely limp and let me drag him in, and I was like, "This is really hard." He said man. some help, not all the help. Yeah. Um, so and but he probably could have made it back to shore, but she was the first one that I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I have an important job. This is I'm saving life. I'm a lifeguard. Yeah. That that one that affected me. That when you me. save someone's child's life and you deliver their child unto them mm-hmm. as a savior, do they give you a tip? <laughs> do you get a bonus? I feel like if we tip, you know, if we tip service people, people in the service industry or at restaurants and stuff. Shouldn't we tip those people who save the lives of those who are dear to us? Um, or did you just there like, was no? I mean, did you hand the girl to them and they're just like, "All right, thanks for doing your job." And well, I you had to, sat back in your seat. I had to bring her to the to land and then like sat her down and she was like, kind of coughing, like wiping the water away from her face. And you know, we have to assess: is she okay? You know, did she swallow water? She was, but she was she was okay. Um, and then her parents got over to me and they were like. Just ignored me, basically. It just kind of scooped her up, and we're like, "Oh my God, are you you okay?" Um, I think that's a good. That's an easy way for them to not have to deal with giving you a tip. Well, the, I wasn't expected to. T- there was no incentive. I think there should be. There's no incentive program to saving should, lives. I think we should. Tip, I don't <laughs> tip a lifeguard. If a lifeguard saves your life, throw him a couple of bucks. I mean, that you would think that that they were more deserving of it than. I don't want to put down waiters or anything. But here you go. That's not my intention at all. But yeah, here you go. There's no uh, incentive to saving. The the job is payment enough. Exactly. The the incentive is to know that you did good and saved someone's life. Does it make you a good person? To save someone's life? Yeah. Um, The the opposite would be to not save their life. Mm, I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't maybe think this is a conversation for another day. Maybe. I, just, I don't think it necessarily means you're a good person. I think it just means that you're good at your job. First time you realized you weren't a good person. Um, when I let that other guy drown. Nice. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, that's, that would definitely give it away. That's when I realized. Uh, yeah, first job. My first job was, I mean, I worked for my family for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, the earliest job I can think of is that uh, every Friday, my grandpa would come down and uh, he would take me, my brother, and my cousin and he'd take us to a big warehouse, and he'd tell us we have to sweep the warehouse, um, and that was the that was the job. You know, I was like eight to ten, mm-hmm. um, and if we swept the warehouse, we got ice cream afterwards. That was the payment. Ah, uh, and so he would usually take the three of us. He'd drop us off in the warehouse. He'd go off and do other stuff, um, and then my brother and cousin pr- proceed to just disappear, and. Because they were older than me. Yeah. And I was the younger. And so then I would have to sweep the entire warehouse. And they, they get, would come back. They would get ice cream. And they would get ice cream. Oh. And what am I supposed to do? Rat them out? Because let me tell you, when you're little and then you get left alone with your older brother and your cousin in a warehouse, you don't rat them out <laughs> <laughs> at any point. You know, snitches get stitches. Yeah. I didn't want to be bitches. So I just kept my mouth shut and I worked hard and that's probably been my, my life motto since I think that it, I think that first job ingrained the work ethic that I have in me this day. And so you can't depend on other people to, 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 to do it. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. I, I don't know if I got like a, 
the lesson from my first job would have been maybe uh, um, parents suck. <laughs> it was important. I think what I, I think one of the main things I learned at that job is how to interact with your superiors in a way that will benefit you long term. I think how to uh, brown nose. Are you saying no, that's that you learned how to suck well, up to I guess people in, a, in charge? In a way, um, it was a just a just a way to relate to them as an equal as opposed to a beneath them. But you thing. were beneath them. Yeah, absolutely. That was part of how you related to them as you let them know that you knew you were beneath them. Yeah, in a way. So first jobs. Yeah. After first jobs. Uh, then there's the other landmarks in your life that you go through. When you turn 18. You have your your first, you know, the assortment of stuff that people expect when you're 18. Sure. Yeah, you sign up for a tour. First time you vote. First time you vote, which for me was voting for Brock. So... It was a big moment all in all. That was a big moment for me. A lot of firsts for you and the country. Really nailed them out there. Yeah. Um, And then uh, first first drink, 21. Well, first legal drink, if you know what I mean. I mean, hey, listen. Don't drink until you're 21. Yeah, don't. Listen, you're going to think it's fun because those kids who threw rocks at at cars and made trucks honk their horns and drew pictures of dirty women on sides of bathroom stalls... (laughs) They're going to start drinking early. Yeah. And you're going to want to do it because they look cool and they are cool. And they're going to peer I mean, pressure you. They're going to peer pressure you. And, but stay to, to stick to your virtues. Yeah. Don't let, don't let the pressure weigh in. Don't, don't do it. Don't drink till you're 21. <laughs> don't do Just, it. Listen, you're supposed to have your first drink when you're 21. You're supposed to. So, wait for that momentous occasion to happen when you're 21 because the wait is so much better. You're supposed to have your first beer with your old man when you're 21. Yep. End of story. End of story. That's it. Close the book on I that. I feel like we should close this segment out. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was, that's what I've been trying to get to. This whole segment is, uh, we need to close the segment out. Yes. <laughs> Since it started just, Oh, the second we started in just first, the end. As soon as we started talking about first, I just wanted to talk, talk about well, endings. I just think, I mean, first are a hard thing to talk about. And we wanted to do first on this episode because it is our first. Yeah. And it just, it turns even more meta on how hard it is to talk about first when you're having a hard time talking about, or no, it, 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 it turns even more meta when you're trying to, you're losing me. I'm losing everybody. I, we've <laughs> lost everybody. No one's listening in. It turns so much more meta when you think about how hard firsts are as you're trying to talk about how hard firsts are. Yeah. And, uh, but I think it's important to get out there because if people are still listening, it might give them a sense of relief that we know this is going bad. Oh, we, yeah, we like, knew don't all worry. along. After this, we'll like, when we get into a groove, it'll be easier. But when you're first starting off, you don't have a groove. You're, 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 you've got a car of a groove to follow into. Mm-hmm. And so it's rougher around the edges and everywhere else. It's unpolished. It's a first thing. It's beginning. You don't know what you're getting into. You know what you're getting into after you've gotten into yeah. it. And like many firsts, you're going to, you're going to make it through this one. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully you, you make it through this episode and then you're going to go, whew, that was a rough one, but you're going to continue to listen you're gonna listen to the next one. And then you're going to hit the groove and you're gonna be like, Oh, you know what? I, I'm this glad, podcast yeah. is great. And, and then you're going to go back and listen, gonna listen to the first to one. This one. And you're going to think, Damn. How far we've come. How far they've come. And that's a thing about first. Thanks for bringing that up. That's the thing about first is they are a landmark of where you were in comparison to where you are now. 
I'm, 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 hopefully you're doing better. Hopefully you're not worse. If you're doing worse than when you start off, if you look at one of the first, if you look at the, if you think back in your first kiss and you are now going, oh, I mean, I haven't changed my technique I've, at all. I've gotten worse, if anything. <laughs> Stop kissing. Yep. Think about, go back to the first one and think about what made that one slightly better than what you're doing now and focus on that and base off that. Yeah. First are a, a good foundation to lay for what's to come. And I think that's the really important thing about first. Um, it's not so much that a first means anything when it's coming up, but after you look back and you think of that and you see the foundation there, that's when it has meaning. It's a good measurement of, of progress. Yeah. That's all. That's, that's all we're trying to say. That's what this is today. Folks. You could. So if you're listening, uh, cut out the first, all everything we've set up until this point, start at that and you have captured what we're trying to say in this episode. That's right. And so I think we, I think we're, I think we're done talking about first right now. Yeah. I, yeah. You feel, you feel good about you feel, having, having it, eh, you know, what, let's cut it. And we'll talk about, because we still have our closing, closing yeah. arguments coming up and that's the final segment of the show. So, uh, let's, let's just go to another break for right now. Take a breather and we'll come back and we'll talk about how we feel about this first episode. Hey, welcome back. This is Philip Herzl and Jason Haddox. And uh, I hope you're still listening. You might not be, and I can't really blame you. This has been a little rough. Oh, but if you are, thank you, and we very we appreciate your patience. It's uh, you. Maybe you are our first listener. Maybe you're the very first person to make it to the end of this episode. You could be, and I you hope you are. are. Everybody listening, assume you are at this point. Yeah, just because if you are, Th- you probably are. There's a good chance that you are. So, I mean. How do you think this went, Jason? This was our first episode. We didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. This, um, what I, I think it goes, I think it went the way a lot of firsts go, the way beginnings sometimes are, which, you know, you've heard of the Rocky start. Yeah. Relationships, the, the, some the relationships Rocky, have a Rocky The Rocky start. series. The Rockies, well, that had a good, I mean, he, good start. I mean, no, the Rocky movie does not have a good start. The first half an hour of that movie is him just like mansplaining stuff to women. He does a lot of walking around with like <laughs> women and just I'll kind admit, of like, hey, you know, uh, <laughs> you should go out more often. Uh, uh, don't well, be a, don't be a quiet weird person at home. Admittedly, I haven't seen Rocky in years, so uh, uh, boxing does not come into play until like halfway through that movie. Okay, bad bad example then. Um, but, but still, you, a Rocky you brought start. it up. You a brought Rocky it up. start. A Rocky start. Yeah, a Rocky start, and uh, it still applies. Yeah, a Rocky start is a rough start. Okay, so um, so yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're trying to find our footing in. Uh, do this uh, thing for the first time. And sometimes that could be awkward. It could be scary and nerve wracking. And all those things come into play. Yeah. I mean, oh shit. I should talk into my mic probably. <laughs> See, Another, not yeah. every, not every TV show has like, you know, most pilots kind of suck. Yeah. I mean, that's no excuse for <laughs> what we've done here today, but yeah, I'm not trying to, not trying to, to jump back and be like, Oh, well, you know, Oh God. See already this is going awful. Sorry, I was distracting myself. What are you? What are you doing I over there? Trying, I was gonna make a reference, and then, then it took it took like four or five seasons for Cheers to introduce uh, Rebecca. <laughs> That's what you took so long to look up. They spent they oh, had to spend three years on Diane before we got Rebecca. <laughs> so, uh, not you know, not, it it takes time to get into a groove. 
But a beginning is still important because a it's the start of something. It's 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 there. It's someone trying something. You know, when you when you take your first drive by yourself, it's a trust in yourself that you're going to get okay. You're going to get you're okay. You're going to get okay. Guys, you're going to get okay. <laughs> you're going to be okay. And uh it's a it's a it's a journey. It is it's the beginning of a journey. And it and it starts with one step forward, two steps back. Sometimes. <laughs> I, do, I, I, I always, in terms of beginnings, I always think of The Hobbit. And I think of young Bilbo Baggins shouting, I'm going on an adventure. And that's how I feel about beginnings. It's exciting. It's awkward. Mm-hmm. It's uh, full of bad CGI. It could be scary. It can be scary. It can be daunting. It can be thrilling. But it's, when you come to the end of something, you usually have a conclusion. But when you start something, you have no clue it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and so we don't know what this is going to be. We hope it's exciting. We hope it's something. We hope we do more we than hope, just this episode. We hope it goes past this episode. Yeah. I think, I think we will. And I, I think, think we'll so find too. a groove. Yeah. But you got to just, we, just, we not, I'm not even going to put it on you. We just have to understand that this is the beginning and that we're trying something. And I, I, I've said those three phrases so many times now that they have to be true. I think they are. Uh, we, we would like to thank you if you are still listening. If you are still listening, we again. We would like to thank you. Thank you. Tweet us and let us know that you, you yeah. uh, are still uh, listening. You can find us on Twitter at uh, UR. I am at Jason Haddox, J-A-S-O-N-H-A-D-D-O-X. And I am at Philip Herzl, P-H-I-L-I-P-H-A-R-Z-E-L. Um we should also probably set up like a Facebook page eventually for this. We'll get around yeah. to that, but tweet us, you yeah. know, we you guys will know when we do, uh, we don't want to decide every theme for the episodes. If you have an idea for a theme, please let us know. And we'll gladly consider it. If we don't like it, we won't consider it, but we'll, we'll generally be pretty open. Um, uh, s- subsequently, if you want to be on the show and help us get through this mess, uh, <laughs> also reach out to us. We are willing to talk to anyone. We'll talk to you. Anyone. We'll we talk, talk to, to you. You, you the, if our, our first listener out there, contact us. We want to talk to we you. Would l- I would love to have a first listener, first guest. Because I want to know, how was that first experience yeah. from an outsider's perspective? Because from our side, it, it's, it, we feel we feel, we feel okay. a certain way about it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hopefully you feel different. And uh, <laughs> or, yeah, hopefully you love this. Hopefully I, you just absolutely adore this. Hopefully we come off as charming and not awkward. Yeah. Um, so with that, I think we should probably just wrap it up. A good, a good resolution is a short resolution. Uh, start it off quick and end it short. That's what I always, that's what, that's what, that's what I was always told. So okay. uh, any, any, any last words, Jason? Um, in closing, I just want to, again, say thank you for listening, and hopefully this was uh, bearable. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> and uh, to anyone who's uh, not on Earth who may be listening, I just have to ask, can you, can you hear, hear this? this? Let's try that again. Okay. To anyone who's not on Earth who's listening in, can, can you, you hear, hear this? this? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.